Hello and welcome back to Timeline Astrology. So today I thought I'd take a look at the signs of the zodiac and how each sign polarizes its opposite. So this is more so when we have the nodes of the moon involved, but also when we have planets, maybe more than one planet or sun, moon in any sign. So there's a tendency to be more polarized on one uh, side or the other. And then also there can be a tendency to overcompensate and try and find more of the other uh, where we can become imbalanced also so it's there's a, a need here obviously to find balance and the first set or the first pair i'll take a look at is aries and libra first and seventh natural signs of the zodiac aries is all about a start that initiating sign is all about experiencing the self who am i so this is where the sun is exalted the higher self as well as the egoic self so the sun in Aries exalted shows the strength of self and anyone who has the sun exalted has a very strong sense of self no matter how much a transit or a period in our life may knock that sense it will always come back to that default strong sense of self so that's a polarizing sense of self in a way because to have a very strong sense of self there has to be a negation of other people and other people's needs which is where we see the sign libra where we reach a compromise where we get into relationships so the sun is debilitated in libra and being too polarized on the libra end of the spectrum we see people who can maybe bow down too much to others or bend over backwards maybe to suit others needs and not their own so this is why the sun is debilitated in libra and then conversely, Saturn is exalted in Libra, where that ability is strong to give over to others' needs and others' wishes. And this, the Saturn then is debilitated in Aries, the sign of the self. So we can see this relationship, this dynamic of Aries and Libra play out between the Saturn and Sun. So the next pair of signs are Taurus and Scorpio. So where Taurus is all about finding comfort and pleasure and joy and we experience that initially through our family and then in our community and in our relationships, we have the sign Scorpio opposite where we experience a vulnerability, a loss of these things, an ending to our relationship for example or you know pleasures creating problems for our health if we overindulge. So the moon is exalted in Taurus and quite obviously so because the mind is comforted by being pleasured and having family and community and relationships. And it's debilitated in Scorpio where there's an ending to those things and we feel that vulnerability and that insecurity around change. There are no planets exalted in Scorpio. So we can see that there's a, another dynamic going on here and the polarization of either of these signs can also lead to the opposite, a, a sort of counterbalance that's really an overcompensation. So you'll see that many times with people who have the moon in Scorpio where their language is very heart-based and 
uplifting always, but you can tell from their language that they're really overcompensating for a sense of fear and lack in themselves, an emotional insecurity, a deep-seated um, insecurity that they compensate for by perhaps seeking too much pleasure, perhaps speaking too lightly about things and not wishing to go to the dark place. Likewise, you can also have someone with Moon in Scorpio who does go there but and that overdoes that and doesn't pay any attention or any heed to the frivolous parts of life, which is Taurus is a lot about just enjoying ourselves. So it's important to get a balance here always, of course, and understanding the balance between Taurus and Scorpio is the balance between, you know, being open to being vulnerable, which is Scorpio, but also just dealing with your life practically and enjoying yourself and enjoying others. The next pair of signs are Gemini and Sagittarius. Gemini is all about facts and figures. It's all about information. It's ruled by Mercury. So it's all about conjecture, debate. It's all about rational thinking, analyzing. So it's less about reaching any final conclusion, really it's more about the debate, the interaction. So that can obviously be polarized and we can become too uh, focused on facts and figures and details and trying to work it all out in our heads. So it's all about the intellect. And on the other side of the spectrum, we have Sagittarius, which is all about an inner intelligence and an eighth sense of what is right or wrong. And Sagittarius can also become polarized in that we can have blind faith. We follow somebody without ever you know, looking at the facts. So religion obviously comes under Sagittarius um, and being too polarized on that end, we just don't want to hear about the details. We just want to have a sense of something, but it also represents a sense, a, a gut feeling and intuition of something without ever being presented with any um, facts. So there are many astrologers that say that the nodes of the moon are exalted and debilitated in these signs. So the north node Rahu is exalted in Gemini, according to many, and the south node Ketu is exalted in Sagittarius. And this is where the nodes of the moon are coming to in 2019, March 2019 until September 2020. The north node is in Gemini and the south node in Sagittarius. So we're going to see this after 18 years, a repeat of the themes of Gemini and Sagittarius very strongly play out and that polarization of those signs. So again, Gemini being too much about business, facts, figures, working it all out and Sagittarius is about something more meaningful. So the next pair of signs are Cancer and Capricorn. Cancer is all about the moon and all about feeling, sensing, emoting. But it's also where we see Jupiter exalted, the planet of intuition. So having a gut sense of what is right and right for not just you, but also your community and your family and those around you. So there's a sense of doing the right thing. But it, you can also become too polarized, of course, on that side and becoming too emotional become too emotionally invested in anything and then you cannot see the wood for the trees. So on the other side then we have the sign Capricorn which is more objective, detached, it's ruled by Saturn. 
it's where we see the planet Mars exalted, whereas in Cancer, Mars is debilitated. In other words, Mars is about doing, not feeling. Because if you base what you're doing, what you need to do, on your feeling, you don't always feel like doing it. So Jupiter, on the other hand, is all about sensing and feeling what is right. And in Capricorn, it becomes debilitated. Jupiter in Capricorn is not sensing what is the right thing to do and often being misguided and not knowing for sure if you're doing the right thing. The next pair of signs are Leo and Aquarius. Leo is all about central power, your central power, whether it's your sense of self or higher self, that connection to a higher self that gives, gives you a sense of confidence in yourself. In the world, it's a sense of uh, power in leadership, in governments, so it's all about central power. And of course, we'll become too polarized on that end of the spectrum by being too self-orientated, self-conscious even, and all about the self again. And to balance that, we need to find the Aquarius end of the spectrum, which is all about humanity. What, what does humanity need? Not just myself, but what does humanity require at this stage, which is all about Aquarius? And what are the boundaries? between the self, Leo, and the other, Aquarius. So Aquarius is also all about communities and um, our sense of giving back to a community. We have a sense of power within ourselves that we must also share with others. So if we become polarized on either side of those um, signs, we can give too much and be all about humanity, like the typical Aquarius individual who's so focused on um, concerns in the world and in their community that they don't focus on themselves at all. But of course we can be too polarized on the Leo end of the spectrum where we're just focused on ourselves and our own self-expression and our own needs and not focus on what the world needs. The next and the final pair of signs are Virgo and Pisces. Virgo is just like Gemini all about the details. But whereas Gemini is all about working it out in our heads, Virgo is applying that in the real world. So breaking things apart and understanding how things work in a very practical way. That's the sign of Virgo. And so, of course, we can become too orientated in the details again and get too bogged down in that and want to understand things and improve things and try to perfect things in Virgo. And that's where we come to become too polarized and where we have Mercury exalted, but also Venus debilitated. So Venus is all about enjoying something for what it is, how it's presented, not trying to improve on anything, just enjoying it the way it is or whoever it is. And of course, in Virgo, we cannot do that because we're too focused on improving it or improving somebody, making lists. So to counteract that to balance that we have the sign Pisces which is all about letting go and letting God as the saying goes and it's Jupiter's sign again it's about religion but it's also tapping into something more mystical and more mysterious beyond all of the facts and figures and working it all out in Virgo we experience a sense of dipping into that cosmic soup in Pisces where we really have no clue how to express ourselves from this space 
but we at the same time can enjoy it for what it is without having to work it out. So this is where Mercury is debilitated in Pisces, but Venus is exalted. So we can enjoy whatever and whoever is. Thank you.